Hey friends, Kylie here, your host of Dream On with Kylie O'Miller, back for another episode with someone I met through our KO17 lacrosse clinics, a stud in the college game right now, and one of our awesome KO17 interns. Thank you as always for tuning in. These episodes are recorded from a live Zoom webinar that I hold through the KO17 lacrosse app and are constructed into this Dream On podcast that you have found here. I hope you are gaining some insight from these episodes from some of the people I have met throughout my lacrosse journey that have imposed so much of their wisdom on me. If you're loving our episode so far, show us some love in the reviews and rate us five stars. Also, be sure to S-U-B-S-C-R-I-B-E. It would mean the world to us. All right, we've got another special guest this week, and I'm pumped to get right into it. Sylvie Waters is a recent addition to our KO17 lacrosse family as one of our interns working in marketing and sales for us as of a few months ago. This episode re- was recorded in January of 2022. Fun fact, it's actually our first episode of the year 2022, but Sylvie was introduced to KO17 Lacrosse in the fall of 2019 when I traveled upstate New York to her hometown of Saratoga Springs for a series of clinics that Sylvie and her talented teammates helped work on the fields that they grew up playing on together. Pretty special. You know how I love full circle moments and Sylvie and my friendship is most definitely one of those. Now, Sylvia is living out her dreams as a Division I lacrosse player for Boston University. In all that spare time that being a collegiate athlete provides, Sylvie studies with a hope of one day working in the sports world. Whether that be coaching or broadcasting, either way, she is pumped to work towards it. Through this episode, we talk about her goals for herself, her team at Boston University after a tough first few years due to COVID making things abnormal for college athletes all over the world, and for the people she hopes to have an impact on by the time she graduates. I took a lot of wisdoms from Sylvie in this episode, and I really hope you will do the same. Let's dive in. Welcome back to another Dream On episode with Kylie O'Miller. Um, today we have somebody very special. She's a part of our KO17 lacrosse team. She's one of our interns, and she's also a sophomore with the Boston University women's lacrosse team. Um, so she's a current collegiate athlete, which I'm really excited to um, just kind of dive into because as you know, if you're a listener, you know, I love my college days. So I can't wait to kind of relive them throughout this next hour or so. Um, uh, she is from Saratoga Springs, New York, and she played for ADK, the club lacrosse program um, growing up. So I'm excited to dive into it. But today we have Sylvie Waters. Sylvie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Awesome. So we're going to get right into it the way we usually do here on Dream On. Um, it's called Off to a Good Start. Love to know how you're feeling today on this January 11th, 2022, first podcast of 2022, which is super, super special. Um, yeah. Something you are thankful for today. What would that be? I think I'm thankful just to be healthy with everything going on and feeling good, ready to go back to school. I had a good break and now it's time to play some lacrosse. Woo. Yeah, I know. It's yeah. been a long, couple of years too, right? With uh, like, oh yeah, going on, we're just kind of hopping into 2022 and COVID's coming back in like full swing all around and and you've been kind of dealing with that through freshman and sophomore year so far. So um, I'm excited for you. I can't wait to dive into that a little bit throughout this episode too. Um, What is something that you are proud to say that you've accomplished today? I know it's only 11 a.m., but anything you've accomplished today or yesterday, maybe? (laughs) I would say getting up today and like making my bed and probably starting to compile things to bring back to school and pack and remember everything I need to bring. 
<laughs> make sure you remember those pennies right and pennies oh my gosh and everything all the, all the lacrosse equipment um I don't know if your parents ever did it growing up but my mom always did the checklist like before you walk oh out yeah the, right mm-hmm. Stick, goggles, mine's on the counter upstairs <laughs> yep it's on a yellow piece it. of paper <laughs> I love it all uh all lacrosse parents are very similar um oh yeah <laughs> But no, that's awesome. I think that kind of like ties into something that has been like a really popular conversation lately. I mean, it's right after the new year, right? So people kind of like talk about new year, new goals and stuff like that. And that's something yeah. we talk about on Kylie's Corner on the app. Um, is that one of your new goals every day to wake up and make your bed first thing? Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, I do it. I mean, I, at school, I'm much better at it than I am at home. But at school, I make my bed every morning. And then at home, it's a good, if I get it in like twice a week, it's a good week. <laughs> that's okay I I like that though because I think it's it's actually something I do every morning too and it kind of I remember I forget if it was like a tweet or something I saw it one time and it was like if you wake up and you make your bed first things first like you're more likely to go throughout the rest of your morning routine without completing tasks yeah yes exactly and it kind of just like starts you off on the right foot without really having to do something too too crazy um so I love that you said that that's really cool all right. What is something I know this is like perfect timing, right? We're head back to school tomorrow, getting ready for preseason, getting ready for yep. season. What's something that you're pumped to go out and chase could be tomorrow, this week, in the next coming months. What's that for you? I think in the end result, a Patriot league championship, um, at the end of the season, but I think just kind of tackling the new season, like with COVID a little less of a thundercloud, I guess, over us. It's, I mean, it's still here, but um, at least I can like sit next to someone on the bus, get pumped up for a game and fly to go play like Loyola and places like that. So I think I'm just excited to chase and be on the hunt for like some action, like a full schedule. Yeah, that's exciting. I know that like last year, like you said, like it wasn't, it was a season. We were like very, yeah, yeah college lacrosse in, but like very different, right? Um, Very, very different. For sure. And I mean, we opened the season up against Stony Brook and it, yep. it was, we got on the bus at 4 a.m. We weren't allowed to stay over, drove, played. <laughs> came home so yeah, it's very different rules right you know like yeah. not allowed to stay in other in other states and otherwise you had to test and quarantine and all that uh-huh. and, and it's difficult with you know 30 to 40 girls on a team and you're trying to travel everybody keep everybody safe and and still yeah. get to pull across so I'm excited yeah. for you it should be a decently normal season um and I know that yeah. that was your freshman year last year right too so like, yeah you kind of don't know anything else yet which is no. really, really exciting and you were talking about this even with me separately right like volleyball yeah exciting this year it was different yeah it was like a little bit yeah I I was telling you that I felt like a freshman again just because we didn't have a fall ball I mean the most we like had in the fall of 2020 was scrimmaging each other and even that it was um, broken up into three sections of the field and you weren't allowed to cross over because we couldn't be within a certain group of people so I was in a group of 10 and those are my 10 Um, and so if we got the ball past the restraining line I had to you know yeet it forward so (laughs) someone else could touch it you couldn't touch it or give it to them Um, so like that was, I mean, like even taking the bus to fall ball games, just like playing around, um, which is really fun. And I mean, I'm excited. Like I said, we had a season, but I mean, I couldn't sit with anybody on the bus or like you, like it was very different mass in the locker room, mass on the field, like BU, um, was one of the few schools that had us play in mass on the field. So I was wearing a mask, you know, playing out there. So I'm super excited to, um, just, I think live a little normal life I joke with our freshmen like I'm in the same boat they ask questions and we're like we we don't know we like we have no idea (laughs) we'll let you know when we find out ask someone a little older 
That's very true, right? Like, I yeah. think it's something that, like, we kind of, we think about 2020 and how it was, like, really difficult to lose a season and then everybody coming back and all these different things. But, like, yeah, you think about, like you said, your, your freshman class that came in last year. Yes, you got yeah. the season. Yes, you got to play. But it was nothing like college lacrosse has ever been before. So, no. it'll be so exciting to feel that kind of, like, new atmosphere um, and going into the season especially. I'm sure you're really, really pumped. Yeah. Um, so we're talking about college lacrosse, division one lacrosse, like we're yep. at the top. When did it yep. start for you? When did you find lacrosse? Um, talk a little bit about where you grew up and how you were introduced to the sport. Yeah. So I grew up in Saratoga um, Springs, New York. Um, always grown up around lacrosse. My grandfather was a collegiate coach at Siena um, here in New York. And then my mom grew up around the game, obviously. My dad was a soccer and alpine ski racer. So I've always been around sports. Um, and so, yeah, in like fifth grade, I picked up lacrosse, like at like our rec league um, at the fields, Kylie, where you had camp. Those okay. are the fields that we um, kind of grew up playing at. And then I started club lacrosse also in fifth grade. Um, okay. And same that's year. where same year. Yeah. Well, I started, I guess, um, rec before that, but it was kind of fifth grade when I was, you know, in rec and then I was in club and it was very, you know, two separate things, but it was also like the coolest thing that I was playing in two lacrosse teams. Um, but I was in club lacrosse from fifth grade until my senior fall um, of high school. And then, you know, that rec lacrosse is kind of where I met all my core friends that then I traveled through club with. It's like those people I met in rec were some of my best friends that we were like, hey, let's go do this on the weekends too. Right. So we went to ADK. Um, my mom was a coach for the club for a long time. She still is. Um, and yeah, I still have the, the, the core group of people I met playing lacrosse. We actually all um, eventually went division one. And now we've kind of, we're going to play each other. So it's really cool. And it was a cool thing to be a part of. Yeah. I think that's like, you mentioned one of my favorite parts about like sports in general, but you recognize it a lot in lacrosse. Cause I mean, compared to other sports, it is still technically like a smaller sport and yeah. you know, a lot of the people that you grow up with. Right. And you have like all these goals when you're in fifth grade through middle school, through high school, like you get yep. to chase after championships you get to chase after regular games like you said you get to play with them throughout the week at like your rec program and then also be able to travel the country and play against other teams there but yeah to see it all kind of unfold and you all get to division one and it might not be the same schools right it usually isn't but yeah. now you have to play against each other check in yeah. with each other still as friends and then like be able to like high five after games. Like I always thought that was the coolest thing about college lacrosse is like, yeah, yeah, I know her. I played with her for nine years, right? Right. In club and um, yeah. I know her tendencies, but like afterwards we're going to hug. We're going to be super excited to see each other. Exactly. So that's exciting. You know, um, where yeah. are some of your friends from club playing at? Um, my best friend, Sam DeVito, she's at Princeton. So mm -hmm. she's loving life there. My cousin um, is at Georgetown, Riley Hogan. And then my sister actually is a freshman at Butler. So we all grew up playing wow. together and um in high school you play each other and then it's like you hug them after the game so I'm excited to play some people I know and actually be able to hug them after the game this year so my right. sister and my cousin will get to play each other in the big east but I'll watch from afar but. <laughs> there you go you don't have to get involved in that one <laughs> exactly I'm not in that family feud <laughs> that's good that's good that would be a tough three-way family feud for your family oh, I can imagine. yeah <laughs> so you my sister and I are already the same number so oh there you go sharing a number so what number? 27. 27. Love it. Yep. Awesome. Yep. 
that you know I have a sweet spot for sisters in the game so um, I do I do <laughs> so that makes me really proud um so you also mentioned I mean obviously family is like super important to you you mentioned that yeah. your parents both played sports grew up around sports and yeah. your dad was an alpine skier um mm-hmm. and you did some of the same when you were younger can you talk about that that's definitely something different than we've ever had on the podcast so yeah learn how you got into that and like what you loved about it what you think you maybe took from skiing into for sure lacrosse yeah um so I, I learned to ski when I was like probably two um and it was something we always did at the mountain on the weekends my mom was a ski instructor for a little bit um my dad works in this kind of like the snow industry mm-hmm. so like uh he's in sales so like helmets goggles skis all that stuff so I've, I've always grown up like being in the mountains surrounded by people um kind of in that business world but it was probably, I want to say fifth grade again, we started, um, well, we got into ski racing, my sister and I, and my cousins, um, and Alpine ski racing, it's just going fast and turning down the hill. So, um, we, every weekend we were up at, you know, up on the mountain by seven thirty, eight o'clock ski racing, um, and skiing. And I did it up until I was a junior in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, my sister and I used to go, uh, up to Lake Placid in the winter term program, it's called. Um, and we would live at the Olympic training center for the winter. Oh, and so- we would be homeschooled essentially because we would be pulled out of school. Our teachers from the high school at Saratoga would send us work mm-hmm. up there and we would just basically be able to ski all day, uh, Monday through Sunday. Um, just had to get some work, you know, homework done during that. So um, we were racing on the weekends, traveling in vans. It was kind of like a little taste of college before college. Um, okay. And it was probably my junior year. I realized I didn't want to ski race, but I wanted to play lacrosse. But Ski racing is definitely very different than lacrosse. It's an individual sport. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, when you're in a start gate, like it's you yourself and you going down the hill. So it's not like you messing up is you're not blaming anybody but yourself. So I think having that kind of like, if you had a bad run, that's like, it's on you, you got to fix it next. Whereas in lacrosse, sometimes you like, you know, when you can rely on your teammates and you know, when you can rely on yourself. And I think doing something like ski racing, where it's like winning a race is coming down to like point oh, one of a second. And you're like, how can I improve that? I think helps you mentally um, overcome some tough stuff that you'll play in the game. Like when should I drive the cage or when should I not? When should I rely on my teammate? When should I not? So I think definitely doing like that individual sport, um, still very much team involved. Like you have some of your best friends up there skiing with you, but when you're on the hill, you're by yourself. Um, I think is, I think it's made me mentally a very um, sound athlete I feel like just because I know kind of where I thrive and where I don't and where I need to like talk with people but I think ski racing was for sure I joke now it's like the silliest sport I could have done because it's like you freeze your butt off to go 50 seconds down the hill for like to be a second off from the person (laughs) in front of you or the person behind you but um, definitely was something that helped shape kind of who I am yeah that's I mean it's so unique too right like I think when you think about individual sports, a lot of people will think like tennis or yeah. swimming, right? And I think that's mm-hmm. really, really unique to your story and who you are yeah. as an athlete, right? And I think it's two really important things that you said. Like it's a lot of people like stray away from individual sports for that reason, mm-hmm. if they like team sports. But yeah, I think it has such a such a valuable um, kind of like lesson in your brain where you can oh, yeah. like, rely on yourself, may- maybe even be able to self-critique right mm-hmm. and be able yeah. to be okay with it and then so that you get into those team situations you're almost even better off because you can self-critique take your criticism put it back into the team and make sure that you're you know doing what you need to do for your team so yeah I think that's awesome I think that I mean I used to ski when I was younger but only yeah. like 
every couple of months. And I stopped when I was very young to avoid getting hurt. And I kind of right. like now that I'm older and, you know, people go out snowboarding and things like that, I would, I would love to be, you know, able to do it again. So we'll see yeah. if I ever get myself back out on the, on the mountain. Do you, do you ski like casually now? I do. And I make my mom and dad nervous wrecks because they don't <laughs> want me to get hurt before season. But um, I mean, it made me a great skier. So I'm very confident skiing because of what I've done. I mean, there's definitely been injuries, um, ski racing, but you know, we'll keep it. We go slow, we relax and I'll get out. Like I went, um, for four days, I did four days this winter and that's it. Okay. And they go back, go. back on the shelf till next year, <laughs> but that's good. Like you could keep your passion for it. Right. Yeah, and for sure. Go out there and, and have a good time. And like you said, you're, you're confident enough out there that you'll be okay. <laughs> yeah. Taking a quick little time out from our episode here to say a massive thank you for listening. Dream On started off as a way to have conversations with some of the people that I've been lucky to come in contact with and really dig deep into what makes them tick and how they've become so elite in their spaces. If you're enjoying these conversations as much as I have been, please consider rating us with a solid five stars and leave us a review. I love hearing all of your incredible thoughts on how we can continue to dream on together with these episodes. Oh. And subscribe if you're feeling cool. All right, let's get back to our guest. Okay, let's talk a little bit about like you, um, you skied, you played lacrosse all through high school. When did like your recruiting process start for lacrosse? And can you talk through about like, um, did it happen mostly through playing club? Did it happen? Did you go to showcases? Yeah. Um, And then how, how did you land on BU? How did you find BU and know that that was your home? Yeah, so in terms of recruiting, I was kind of in that, a funky age group where the rule was there really there was no rule um, when I was in eighth grade so I had friends excuse me in eighth grade um, committing to go play college sports Um, so my cousin being one of them and she was in ninth grade and she knew she was going to go to Georgetown Um, and then obviously the rule came into effect and it wasn't until September 1st of your junior year that you know we could talk to school so probably like ninth and tenth grade was when I really started going places, seeing places. Um, this is all still a little bit before the rule, but a lot of it through like camps, um, club tournaments was where a lot, a lot of my, I think exposure came from, uh, playing on the weekends at like the IWLCAs and just the bigger tournaments where coaches were at, um, sending lots of emails, you know, like, Hey, I'll be in penny 33. I always wore a hot pink headband. So I was like, I'll be the kid in the hot pink headband. Um, and, you know, just kind of reaching out to those coaches. But I think a lot of it comes from if I was passionate about a school or I really liked it, I made sure to go to their camp um, right. or just make it known that I wanted to go there. Um, and with ADK, I was lucky enough that my mom kind of has this background with kind of the recruiting and the college stuff. So um, it's funny, like some coaches had no idea that they were reaching out to my mom to get in touch with me. She <laughs> did a good job of staying very neutral. So no one was like, who's this kid? But I think a lot of it, like the whole BU thing um, happened when I was down in Florida and at the big um, ESPN Worldwide Sports Tournament. And it, we had no subs, I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like literally enough of us to field a team. It's 100 degrees. And we had upset like, I think it was like M&D, like someone we shouldn't have beat with like no kids on our team. And we beat them. And so then I just remember like a bunch of college coaches like kind of coming to our field, like who is this ADK group? Right. Like who are these girls? Um, and that's where I met more, my coach now at BU, she was at Duke at the time. Um, and I think that was kind of the first, when she reached out after that tournament, it was kind of the first time that I was like, wow, maybe I could 
go do this, you know, somewhere at a high level. Um, Cause before that I was a little discouraged just with like all my friends kind of going places already. Like I had a friend at Bryant going somewhere and she had like then stopped, she had decommitted and now she was going to UPenn. Like I had friends kind of going wherever I had friends going to Northwestern already. And um, I just was kind of like, I don't really know if this is for me. And when I heard from her, I was like, okay, maybe, you know, I can do this. So I kind of went through the process down there, like going to some camps, taking mm-hmm. the tours down there. Um, and then ultimately on September 1st is when the phones rang and BU was my first phone call um, at like eight in the morning. And I had a text at midnight and I was like, okay, like this is, you know, this is cool. So um, cool. they were my first visit and they were um, actually like, it was like their first time, like at, like we were their first tours because Mort was new. Um, Dipper and Robbie, they were also new. So we were kind of their like first group and they were like, they put me on a tour with girls that are my seniors now. Um, So my seniors now are who took me around to get me to come to BU. Um, And I just compared all my visits back to BU. Mm -hmm. I I went other places. I did some um, officials and some overnights other places. And I just, something about like being in the city and I think the distance from home for me was a big thing. Like I'm someone I love like, that I could go home on a weekend if I wanted to or needed to. Um, and that like my parents can come to every game if they want to. So I think that was a big factor into why I chose BU. And I also, I love my coaches. Um, and it was such an easy sell. It wasn't even like the coaches that were the thing. It was just, I think, finding the school. And when I found it, um, I was like, I knew. And I think a lot of girls ask like, my, co- my club girls would be like, how did you know this was your school? And I was like, I really, this is like cheesy, but like, you do know, like, you know, when you find your place and sometimes it's like, not going to be the place. It's going to be the people, but you know, it's like, you're going to find where you want to be. So I think for me, it was definitely like, this is my place. These are my people. And I know like every single person here has my back. So that's awesome. Cause I think that exactly like you said, right. It feels cheesy and like cliche to yeah. say, but everyone has almost like an aha moment, right? Where it's like, oh, for this, sure. is, this is where I'm probably meant to be. Like, I kind of feel it. And yeah. I think what was important about what you just said was like, yes, you did keep your options open and you went on other yeah. visits and you listened to other coaches, but when you realized it was right for you at BU is when you realized that you were comparing every visit back to BU. Back to BU. Right? It yeah. was kind of like your, your center of like, okay, this is how it should feel. So like, this is probably where I should be. Right. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's a really important thing. Like you said, like you, you coach club now and you have an impact on these younger girls and a lot of younger girls and parents who listen to this podcast, it's a yeah. lot of the questions have to do with recruiting. Yeah. Um, and I think that it's a tough thing when you're first starting out to like, here and like be like yeah. okay you're just, just going to find it it's like okay that's difficult yeah. to hear in the beginning but as you go through right like try to find that place where it is easy to compare it back to because that's where you keep like that like center that core yeah. keep kind of like screaming back to you like hey this is probably right you know yeah um i think that's really awesome and i think something you also mentioned too right like you talked about the the coaches but you also talked about like your people and what felt like like home and I think that has a lot to do with especially if you're going to play lacrosse or you're going to play a sport somewhere that has a lot to do with like the culture and the traditions and like you said the people so um I mean throughout your journey so far what do you think are some of like the unique maybe like traditions or game day traditions or things that you do that are special to be you lacrosse that kind of like stick out to you when you think about like okay these are the moments I'm going to remember forever yeah um I think, I mean, 
only having like one kind of full season under my belt, something I always loved was pregame practice, just because it was like, we know exactly what we're getting into. And then we have um, a shooter come out, someone like we've mm -hmm. had like the head soccer coach, or we've had um, our athletic trainer. Like we've had people just come out and they shoot against our goalies. Um, oh, that's fun. And if they, if they make three out of their five shots, we get whatever, like we get ice cream or there's a place that ice cream place that we love. So if we, if they make it, then we get something um, oh, cool. out of it. So I think that's something fun. I mean, just being in like the locker room with the music playing four games is uh, super fun. Last year, we only got our locker room on game days. So I think like we, now we like realize we can't take it for granted, like being in there to just do homework. Like we couldn't do that last year. So, mm -hmm. um, and then a T Anthony's uh, breakfast, like before we play T Anthony's is like our diner, like mom and pop place right up the corner where we get all of our like pregame meals. So nice. we'll usually eat there and then we head out to the field and do a shoot around and then it's time to go. Time to go. That's awesome. I, uh, I love that like pregame practice thing, right? Like, yeah. And you mentioned too, like, you know exactly what you're doing in pregame practice. Would you usually the rest of the week not know what your practice is going to be like? Yeah, we don't know the practice plan before we go out. Um, it's like, sometimes she'll tell us like when we're in the huddle out there, sometimes she won't. So um, pregame practice is just fun because yeah, you're like, yeah, you're like, I know what I'm doing next. And you get hyped right. about like what drills next and it just makes it it's a fun atmosphere. Yeah, that's good. That's cool. I, I like that too. Like that's how it was for me in college too. It was like, yeah. we weren't really sure what the game plan was, but like game days, it was always the same, right? Like same, like tradition, same yep. kind of like not superstitions, <laughs> but like kind of, you know, like yeah. you just game day to feel the same, um, yeah. which has been very interesting, like going from college into like pro and like finding that on your own. Um, yeah. we talk about that a lot in this, like with this, uh, podcast, we have a lot of like pros that like we go from that college atmosphere that you're talking about to like the pro atmosphere is very individual. So you kind of yeah. have to like replicate what you were doing in college. Like you are now right into mm -hmm. like your own game day or your own like game week situation. And it's been kind of fun to find that, but yeah, um, I think that's really, really, really cool. I've never heard of like a pregame where you bring like other staff members out. Like Has anyone ever shooter. like really crushed it where you're like, shocked? Oh yeah. Okay. Last year we had, yeah, we had some people last year that we were like, wow. And then we have um, <laughs> our managers for our team too. They came out and they could just rip shots left and right. So oh, nice. our goalies, go. our goalies take it for the team in there just to get us some ice cream. Yeah. There you go. I was going to say yeah. you some, some good saves in there. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you mentioned it quickly in the beginning of the podcast when we were talking about kind of like the things that you're excited to chase, but um, obviously you head back to school literally tomorrow. Mm -hmm. um, you had a really good, exciting time right now recording this podcast, but, um, and you're just excited for like the upcoming season. What are, what do you think are like one, some of your personal goals as a player? And then two, yeah. what do you think are your team goals for 2022? Um, I think personally, um, just getting back out on the field and kind of establishing like that player confidence. I came in as an injured freshman. I had labrum surgery during COVID. So I came in hurt. So last year I was just kind of bumming all fall, trying to get back to, you know, kind of where I had to be. And then in the spring, it was like my first real taste of college lacrosse um, mm -hmm. because I wasn't practicing in the fall. And let me tell you, defenders hit you a lot harder up there. So it takes a minute to figure it out when you haven't played, like watching it, you're like, I'm good. I got this. And then yeah. in there you're like, okay, all right, <laughs> this is real. So it took a little bit, but um, I had a great fall. So I'm excited about just, I think getting back on the field and personally, just like I'm a feeder. So like making, you know, like confident passes, like in club, like not being afraid to, you know, 
throw the ball as if there's a bunch of college coaches watching and just kind of playing my game. Right. Um, so I think personally, just kind of getting that confidence back and playing on the field and kind of quarterbacking um, what we have going on out there. And I think as a team, I think we're very capable of winning a Patriot League championship. So I think getting to the ship would be the best scenario for us. I think we have a really strong group of girls this year and we have super strong ones coming up behind us. Um, I mean, Mort's job is to out recruit me every year, right? So she's just bringing in the best of the best. So um, I think we have a lot of potential and I think we're going to have a great season. That's awesome. Um, I'm excited for you. I think that that's a, also another good lesson for any listeners, like, right? Like, I think that no matter what, where you come in or where you head in, like, yeah, one, it's gonna, you mentioned two things. Like one, you came in like injured and ready to go anyway, but you were injured yeah. kind of like get through that. Right. And yeah. then the second thing that you mentioned was that it's definitely like a, a shift, right? And oh, yeah. you mentioned that like as an offensive player, definitely get hit a little bit harder. There's definitely some more contact that's allowed. Mm-hmm. And I think like another thing, right? Like everybody's faster. Everybody's stronger. Everybody's like played in club for 10 years as well. Everybody, you know, has like a little bit more IQ than what we're used to. Yeah. Is there anything else that you thought was like um, maybe a big step up from when you first got out there in the college? Yeah. Game? I laughed because this is like the first, it was my first practice last year and we came out for warmups and even the speed of warmups yeah. with like high knees and like butt kicks and ba- I was like winded and I looked <laughs> over at like my other freshmen and we were like looking at each other like what did we just sign up for <laughs> and I like to this day like that sticks in my head like oh my, that's and I everyone says the game is faster but like like it's that much faster. Like everyone's there to compete and everyone's there to play. But I just, that was just so funny to me. Like when I look back, I'm like, when people are like, what's it? I'm like the warm up, like <laughs> warming up was like an ordeal and it still is, but like you're <laughs> dripping sweat by the end. And I was like, okay. It really gets you warm in college. They yeah. really make sure. Or in high yeah. school, I was like, here's some Frankensteins, like some <laughs> knee pulls, let's go get into a shuttle. Now it's We're like, good. right. Yeah. But that's like the one thing that I was like, whoa and I think that's kind of what put into perspective for me how much faster everything is and then I mean you get on the end line and you run against girls that can just run forever but um yeah that was for sure one of the moments (laughs) that's so funny that you mentioned that because I think like like you said right like obviously you're expecting drills to be faster obviously expecting the game to be faster but like it's almost like the way of life is faster right oh yeah for sure you can just like getting out of the locker room on time, like meaning 15 minutes early. Right. And like, even yeah. just getting to class at this particular time, going to make sure you can shower and eat in between practice and class. Yeah. Like everything is just like, go, 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 which we're yeah. not quite used to until we just get thrown into it. Um, but I think what you mentioned is really, really important, right? Like for younger players, maybe going into this, looking forward to it is like, you looked around to your other freshmen and like, you're not alone going through it. Never. Right? You're like, never alone. Never yeah. alone. That's the beauty of college sports is like, yeah, when you feel new and when you feel overwhelmed, it's like, you can look to your left and to your right. And there's probably people going through the same exact feelings yeah. that you can kind of lean on. So I think that was a, that's a really special thing that you mentioned too. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay. So I have like a major question for you, I guess, when you graduate from BU, what do you yes. hope to have accomplished? So you have a couple more years, but what would you say? All right graduate and you're like okay I'm proud of myself for okay I think lacrosse wise Mm -hmm. I'd want to leave jersey number 27 in a really high high place for whoever takes it next with some maybe some records or something something to break something to chase after for the next person awesome um I think lacrosse wise I just 
I want to make my coaches proud. I want to make my parents proud, my teammates. Um, I want people to have been excited to have played with me during my four years. Um, I think academically get through it. Um, <laughs> BU is very, they're a very strong academic school. Um, we have so many resources. So I think, I mean, it makes it so much easier for all of us to just get through it. But I think I want to graduate with a degree in public relations and a minor um, with the business school with a concentration in marketing. And I think I want to be, you know, somewhere in the coaching or sports world after um, like broadcasting something along that. But I think I really just want to have accomplished like in these four years as much as I can. I think lacrosse wise, school wise, being with people I love um, and just taking advantage of like all these opportunities, like even ones like these, right? Just getting to talk to you and talk to everyone who's listening. Um, I think I'm excited for where it's going to go. And hopefully I know I'll accomplish a lot. There you go. I love that. Yeah. Um, look at you just mapping it all out for yourself a couple of years. Trying. I know that's how you have to do though. Right. We always talk about goals. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. It's like, if you don't have them, if you don't like, you just said them out loud to a podcast yeah. that you can listen back to in a year and yeah. like recheck in with yourself. But like, I always like to say that, like, if you put it on a piece of paper, like it's out in the world. Right. Or if you for say sure. it out loud to other people, so other people can hear it, it's out in the world. So you kind of have to go get it. There you go. Put it yeah. in there. All <laughs> my notes are in here. Kato 17 journal she's showing us here. I love it. <laughs> um, that is awesome. Great branding right there. You're doing a great job in your marketing degree. <laughs> I love it. I'm an intern. There we there go. go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let's talk about that really quick. That was one of our yeah. questions, Kato 17 Lacrosse. But um, mm-hmm. obviously, you came on as an intern this past fall with us at Kato 17 yes. Lacrosse. And um, one of our questions from our Kato 17 fam was like, what is it like working for Kato 17 Lacrosse? And um, if there's anything that you wanted to like add to KO 17, like what would be some of your, like your goals for your internship with us? Yeah. So, well, when you posted on Instagram, you were looking for an intern. I was in the car with my mom and I was just like, why not? Let's apply. Um, so then I eventually heard back from you and, um, now I'm a part of this super cool team and it's super fun working with you guys. Um, I get to do a lot of tasks that like, I wouldn't get to use certain like platforms to make stuff for social media and emails um, without you guys. So I think that's a cool um, thing I'm learning. I'm also learning like how to address like a large audience and how to like address them in a way that they're getting information, but not too much, but enough. Um, And I think it's also giving me just good experience, like talking and getting to work with people, you know, through Zoom. Like I haven't met my other intern, Lainey, like I haven't met with her in person. Um, It's only been through Zoom. So I think like just being comfortable talking over the phone is something. And I think we have a lot of good things coming up in KO 17. I don't think I have any special ideas quite yet, but we That's are okay. working on some, <laughs> we are working on some things. That's that we definitely are. I love it. Um, yeah, it's been really cool for me to, um, cause I was in, obviously in your like space at like yeah. me a point in life at some point And I, like wish that I had these opportunities. So like, it's been really cool to like, um, you know, fun, fun story as well. Like you mentioned, we had a KO 17 clinic, like up at your rec fields in Saratoga Mm -hmm. a couple of years back and you were there. Right. And I worked it friends. Yep. Mm -hmm. You were there working, helping me out. So were some of your friends that you mentioned earlier in the podcast and yeah, it's kind of come full circle and it's been, um, really cool to just see it all like unfold and know that like these those moments and those random clinics that we go to and those moments yeah. that we have with, 
with girls in like different areas that I've never been to before like they will make an impact even if it's three years later you know yeah um, yeah so I'm just excited to have you on the team and um give you some experience that hopefully you can take into whatever awesome you know dreams you have for yeah yeah you just mentioned all of them for before you graduate one of them yeah I love it so um who is Sylvie off the field hobbies things you love things you probably couldn't live without like for me it's coffee like things like that who who are you off the field um coffee's (laughs) definitely in there I need coffee every day big Starbucks we go to Starbucks when we're at school every single Dunkin' but Dunkin' at home so that's where I kind of I struggle with that in Boston it's Starbucks everywhere but at home it's Dunkin' everywhere so I gotta just pick is it just because of location like what's yeah and they just took our Dunkin' out better I don't know because my Dunkin' tastes different every time I get it. So it, it just, okay, so, it's based on the day. So, okay. So here's the real question because I'm weird like this. I like iced Dunkin' drinks better than Starbucks, but I like hot Starbucks drinks better than Dunkin'. See, I could live with that. If that yeah. was all I had, I could live with that. <laughs> but I like cold brew from Starbucks rather than Dunkin'. True. So it's really what, what I'm in the mood for. And yeah. they took our Dunkin' away. It went out of business right next to school. So. It was a sad day on Com Ave that day. Sad day. So taking... you're just a full Starbucks girl back at Yeah, I have to be. Yep. <laughs> Unless I Uber eats it before my game. But my dad would not be happy to hear me do that. So I'm not going to do that. I have definitely been there before. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's amazing. All right. What we else? stopped what the else? bus. We stopped the bus at Dartmouth to get Starbucks <laughs> before our game because we were like, more. there's no coffee at this hotel. You need, so You need the game day coffee. You game do. Day yeah he was like I know you all have the app just order it we'll stop the bus so we (laughs) stopped the bus (laughs) um but I think off the field pretty positive happy outgoing person um hang out with all my friends all the time Mm -hmm. um I'm trying to think what else I love walking to class um just for like the freeness and I put my airpods in and just walk and just get to class um I love to change up the location I'm at to do homework and work and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think my biggest thing is I love connecting with people. So I love being with all my friends and being with all my friends on different teams, um, I think is the biggest thing. Cause like you kind of get an eye into like what they're doing, what's going on in their world. Cause at the end of the day, we're all kind of in the same boat playing college sports and it's tough no matter what level you're at. So I think having different people to kind of go to and laugh with like when they like watch us on the field doing something silly or we see them out on the ice like my girls my close girlfriends are on the women's ice hockey team and we see them you know practicing in there so we can like laugh and joke with them about when we see them see each other doing stuff so I think it's a good balance and um I think just off the field I'm really big into family um my mom's an identical twin I live next door to my cousins so like we're all very close so Um, This is the first year, all three of us, my sister and my cousin, we're all playing college sports. So it's been different, but a good different. So I think staying in touch with everybody has been important. That's awesome. I think that's also like super, super important, especially in like the climate that we're living in, right? Like I think everything is virtual and we're so easily able to connect that it's like, it's almost like, why wouldn't you, you know, like, yeah. why wouldn't you keep up? And that's, I think it's really, really important to do so. Like you said, like everyone's in different spots now where you might've been mm-hmm. closer, like physically before now yeah. you're in different spots doing awesome things. So yeah, just cool to like, make sure you keep up and everything like that. Hey guys, Kylie here, a short break from our conversation to remind you to check in on our social channels. 
You can find little snippets from our episodes on Instagram at at dream.on underscore pod. And if you're a lacrosse stud looking for a unique way to train and develop into the best version of yourself, like our guest here most definitely has, check out the KO17 Lacrosse app in the App Store. That's KO17 Lacrosse. And at D R E A M period O N underscore P O D on Instagram. Come join the fam and we can keep dreaming on together. Okay, enough of that. We back. Okay, so last piece we got here before we get into our quick finishes, which is just a fun yes. little speed round. Um, but we love to talk about like inspiration and things like that. And mm-hmm. um, I'd love to know two things. We'll start with the first, but from somebody special in your life, maybe a mentor or a parent or a coach or anything along those lines, what would you say is like one piece of advice that you've taken from somebody that you've kind of just taken into your life? Um, one of my best friends in high school, I was a part of the best buddies program, which pairs um, kids with other kids who have special intellectual needs. Um, and I have been paired with my best friend, Tessa, since ninth grade. Um, she has Javette syndrome, so she's really not too verbal, um, but she's always smiling. And um, she's one of my closest people like that I probably, I'm close to their <clears throat> family, her. Um, but I think not, not as it a piece of advice, but just that you don't know what every day is gonna bring you and you can still attack it with a smile. Um, I, I think that she's taught me so much and that like things, bumps in the road happen, but you still can smile and laugh. And I think like she came to my signing day. She has no idea what's going on, but she knows that I'm there smiling with her. Um, she like has watched me on TV. So like there's things like that. So I think she's one of my biggest inspirations to just smile. And I think keep going because it's not ever going to get easier. Um, but we can like just make it work. And I think she makes it work every day. So I, I think I take a little piece of her with me everywhere I go. That's awesome. I think that's a really, really special way to, um, you know, shed some light on your own life and on your own difficulties by taking like the inspiration and and the happiness that she's spread on you. Um, that's, that's really cool. I would say like, too, like, what would you say if, you were Tessa and someone mm-hmm. got to interact with you. What yeah. is one thing that you would hope that someone who's interacting with you takes from you? I think I hope someone takes <clears throat> a little bit of positivity. Like I always say, kill them with kindness. Um, we don't, you don't know what someone's going through. You don't know why they've said what they said or done what they've done. And I think my biggest thing is like, I'll kill you with kindness, but I'm also like here to be honest and with you. So if you can take that from me, like I'll always be there for you. Um, but I'm going to be honest and I'm going to be upfront with you. And I think that's something that like I've gravitated to, um, with my friends is like, they'll tell me how it is and I'll take that and we'll be good to go. So I think, like I said, like, you can always be smiling, but people like you tell them how it is. And I think it goes a long way for sure. Honesty and kindness and yeah, just kind of like shows that I think that combination, honesty and kindness shows compassion, right? Like it's for sure. Like- I give a crap about you. So I'm going to be real with you and exactly. I'm going to give you a smile and a laugh while we do it. And then we're going to move forward and we're going to be able to attack our goals together. Yeah. Life goes on. And I'm yeah. like, like you said, I'm loyal and we're going to, we're going to do it how we do it. Right. Exactly. So. Right. I love that. Um, well, you know, you definitely shed a lot of that inspiration on me. If you haven't in the last couple of months, you definitely just did over the last hour. 
Um, Thank you. So we're going to end on a fun note because we always like to do that both at our clinics and on our oh, yeah. podcast. Um, so we're going to do some quick finishes here. And Kay. sometimes they go quick. Sometimes our guests just like to explain exactly why they have their answers, but okay. there you go. Um, okay. But here's our rapid fire. Okay. What is your all-time favorite movie? Step Brothers. Ooh, good one. Okay. <laughs> Go-to karaoke song. Um, Justin Bieber, Baby. Ooh, good one. That's a high-pitched one, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, favorite athlete to follow for inspiration? Um, I would say Kobe Bryant or Michael Jordan. Mm. Did you watch, yep. um, did you watch the Michael Jordan series? Right oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Watched it like three times. Quarantine <laughs> was a dark time. <laughs> it keeps you, it, it's so funny too. Cause like it came out in the middle of that quarantine, right? Like right. It was in perfect. Beginning. It was perfect, but it was also like, okay, I want to go like do something and I can't like, you know, yeah, I want to go work out and I have nowhere to go, but my driveway. <laughs> right like it was like so like uh anticlimactic like it's just like I'm and so motivated right now right there like nothing to do right <laughs> it's so funny I know maybe I should watch it again like now so I'm watching <laughs> right now I'm watching man in the arena which is it's like similar but it's Tom Brady and it's oh, on ESPN okay. plus it's very good so far very good okay yep. all right maybe mm-hmm. I'll get into that one yeah okay pizza or tacos pizza nice New York mm-hmm. girl mm-hmm. <laughs> Favorite place that you've traveled to? Um, I would say Turks and Caicos for vacation. That's a good one. That's on my nice list. Nice and warm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, one thing on your bucket list. Something on my bucket list is to go heli skiing, like to go in a helicopter and they drop you off somewhere and then wow. you ski down from there. But I'd have to have like no obligations, no lacrosse or like any possible thing I'd have to go do (laughs) right I have to be okay (laughs) that's a really cool one that's definitely yeah um okay mountains or beaches oh that's so hard that's Um, a hard right (laughs) I'm just gonna say beaches because I'm sitting in my basement freezing cold right now and it's like 10 degrees outside but I think when I'm sweating in August on the field I'd rather be at the mountains okay all right so I kind of I'm picking both Okay. okay. I'm picking both. That's not, that's not a choice, but I'm picking both. <laughs> All of the above. <laughs> okay. Last one. One band or artist that you'd want to see in concert right now? Um, I think I want to see Morgan Wallen mm-hmm. with all the new music out right now. Good I think choice. he'd be good. Mm-hmm. I think he would be great. I just saw mm-hmm. um, Thomas Rhett over the summer. Oh, I would love to see him too. One of the best concerts I've ever been to for sure. Oh. Um, so good but I mean that concludes all of our questions here for the episode and I just want right. to say thank you so much first of all second of all for the, our listeners out there this was Sylvie's first podcast um so mm-hmm. show her some love because that was amazing I did not know what I was doing but I did it <laughs> you absolutely crushed it and here at Canada 17 we don't edit any of our podcasts either so it's just a I know, full I couldn't mess up. no no mess ups there absolutely crushed it we're yeah. one take wonders here um, so, but thank you so no much. editing yeah no editing just don't mess up I just don't right. tell people that in the beginning so that they don't freak out and you absolutely crushed it so thank you thank you but we are so grateful to have you as part of the KO17 team I'm so excited to follow and watch what you do with BU this season thank um, you I'm obviously a Seawolves fan for life but yeah. I can be a Water fan as well on the side so thank you uh, 
we'll be pushing out your highlights and everything like that on ko 17 so we'll get some btbs in there all that good oh stuff. yeah oh <laughs> yeah. yeah seriously thank you for shedding some wisdom for our listeners especially our young listeners and our parents maybe going through the recruiting process or yeah you know, people who are in similar situations as you going through the same journey i think everyone's got their own path but and that's what makes yeah. it unique um and really exciting to listen to so thank you for being here and thanks for you know being an inspiration for our followers yeah well thanks for having me it was so fun awesome and maybe right. i'll be back yeah you. <laughs> well thank you everybody for listening to this episode we'll see you next time <laughs>